Welcome back in to Talking Catholic with David O'Gray. I'm David O'Gray and we are talking Catholic about the curses that we have allowed to have visited upon us. Stay tuned. So I heard from a priest friend over the weekend who had received a call from his bishop who's very upset about this priest of his, um, this pastor of his, disobeying his command to celebrate public mass. Now, the priest friend who I'm talking about um, had been doing everything that he could possibly do right, within the confines and what's going on um, with this, this Wuhan contagion. Um, he's um, been um, having drive-through confession. Um, he's been um, having processions at the Holy Eucharist. And yes, when he celebrates his private mass, which he is obligated to do as a priest, yes, he's, he left the door open to the church. Um, um, and yes, and if people happen to come through, which they did, you know, 50 at a time sometimes, he quartered off the pews so that people didn't sit close together and he didn't offer um, the communion. And as you would expect, unfortunately, someone contacted his bishop to report him, right? As if he's some sort of, as if he's harboring, um, right? If this is Germany, right? It, um, he's harboring, he's keeping Jews in the basement, or if this is like during slavery times, he's a He's a priest and he has slaves in the basement of the church. You know, people are reporting him. I mean, what, I mean, what's going, what's going on, right? I mean, what type of world is this? Uh, so I, I know a number of other priests who have been going through the, the same thing ever since this, this uh, Wuhan contagion and then the bishop's reaction to it just take the, stop the mass altogether without even coming up, being creative or coming up with any other options, right? To keep the mass going. Um, and, and like as I said before in other bishops' videos, I mean, it's just weird that the bishops took away from the sick he who came to heal the sick, Jesus Christ. But anyway, I just want to say that we appreciate you, you priests, you good, faithful priests, you loving priests who have been doing everything that you could possibly do um, to continue to bring the sacraments to the people. We, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, we thank you. We entrust you to the care of the Blessed Mother Mary. But we do not want you to continue to risk. If you've done all that you can do, if you, you've fought in a good fight, continue to do what you can do. But we ask that you, you do not put yourself in a position for your bishop to throw you to an insane asylum, which if they, you know, they do the priests, right? They just throw them into the insane asylum. They, they put them away. They, they strip them of their faculties. They take their, their, their parish away. We, don't want, we want you to continue to be able to fight the good fight another day okay because this too will pass um we'll, we'll get to another phase and we want you to be there on the other side when a day comes i even know priests who have resorted to um offering their private mass in the homes of parishioners um every day they'll go to a different parishioner's home and celebrate their private mass um and they, they've had to uh, be very picky and choosy which parishioners home they go to so you know they, they don't get snitched out right for doing something so terribly wrong um and I, I just think it's amazing that, that there are some parishioners who will not report their pastor to the bishop if their pastor does something wrong right they won't but let their pastor do something right let them do something good and those people will report their pastor to the bishop I mean, that's just amazing to me. It just is. 
And we all know there's nothing in canon law, there's nothing in sacred scripture, there's nothing in sacred tradition that allows for the bishop to command a priest not to celebrate the sacraments or to strip away from the laity their right to the sacraments. There's nothing in church history, tradition, canon law, anything that allows them to do that. Um, and we know that this is innovation. It is a demonic innovation, to say the least. We know that many Catholics will never return to a Catholic church because it is. Because at their moment of sickness, at their moment of need, the church turned their back on them. And we know that Satan is using this moment where people do not have access to the sacraments. We know that Satan is using this moment to visit evil upon people's lives through um, depression, through pornography, which you know has seen a tremendous explosion um, during this um, stay-at-home um, type of um, thing that's going on. Yeah, stay-at-home, and people are turning to pornography. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, materialism, divorce, idolatry. <laughs> Satan, this is a playground for Satan, and the church is absent, right? And But all things being said about how immoral, how wrong, how flat or evil it is to deny the priest their duty to celebrate the sacraments, to deny the laity their right to the sacraments, we want you guys, we want your priests here with us. Continue to do what you can do, um, but live to fight another day. And we also pray for you, bishops. We do. We entrust you to the care of Mary, but we also pray that God does not spare his wrath upon those who harm his children. I know, <laughs> I know I'm hard on bishops on this, on this channel. I am, always have been, right? But don't think I don't understand how these bishops have for whatever reason, have um, have very worldly concerns. They just do. These men, they, they most of them, they, they act like CEOs more than they do pastors. And then, like most CEOs, um, they have three concerns, right? Um, money, number one. Two, um, their position. Three, lawsuits, right? Those are the things that they're concerned about. Money, position, and a fear of lawsuits. That's it. Um, the spiritual needs of their flock are so far down <laughs> the list of cons daily concerns. Uh, th these people, I mean, the, the, the bishops more resemble, like I said, um, politicians or, or shrewd businessmen. They do. Um, just like politicians, the politicians aren't really concerned about their constituents. They're concerned about money, <laughs> position, power, right? Um, it's the same with the bishops, uh, most of them, and, and it's sad. The lower clergy are the ones who the bishops entrust to care for the needs of the people. They are. And um, as long as a priest, um, and a, a pre I think priests are pretty much free to do anything they want to. They do. Most bishops are micromanaging their priests, and they can do anything they want to as long as what they're doing does not affect the bishop's money, his <laughs> position, or invite lawsuits. And the bishops, for, for whatever reason, they actually believe that if the if the public comes to believe that the Catholic Church is responsible for the spread of the Wuhan contagion, that somehow that that will affect their money, their position and invite lawsuits. So understand who the bishops are and I understand why they have a harder road to heaven than most. Right. Um, but I have hope for them as well. I do I have hope for them because because look, I mean, as easily as they decided to forbid the mass forbid us from receiving the Holy Eucharist because they did not want us to get sick. All right. I hope they carry that same resolve forward and forbid the Holy Eucharist from those who advocate from for abortion and infanticide. I hope they carry the same resolve forward and strip communion 
just as they strip communion away from us, I hope they carry that same resolve forward um, to remember because this, remember this is what they're saying. They said they strip communion away from us because they did not want us to get sick. Okay, they did not want us to get contract the virus. Okay, well, I want them to carry that same resolve forward and strip communion away from those who are advocating for positions that spread viruses, such as HIV and AIDS. The bishops are funny, right? Because they tell us that, well, they don't want to stop politicians from receiving the Holy Eucharist. They think that's wrong to stop them in communion lines. Oh, you can't receive Holy Eucharist. They say because it, it sends the wrong message, right? But they had no problem stopping the Holy Eucharist for everyone, even though it sends the wrong message. But again, I have hope for you, bishops. I really do. Because, because now I see, I see, it's not hard for you at all. It's not hard for you at all to stop people from receiving the Holy Communion. It's not. You can just do it instantly, just like that, without any apologies whatsoever. So I have hope for you. I mean, if you did this to the friends of Christ, I can't imagine what you can do to his enemies. I have hope for you. I really do. After all, all after all this is over, we're going to be watching you, bishops. We are. Because we want to see whether the enemies of Christ come forward in communion line. People like Nancy Pelosi and Governor Cuomo and, and Joe Biden. We want to see them when they're in communion line. We want to see whether you strip from them the whole Eucharist the enemies of Christ, as you did with his friends. We want to see whether you strip the Holy Eucharist away from those who advocate for killing more babies in a womb in a month, in a month, than this Wuhan contagion has killed so far this year. I mean, think about it. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, this is amazing. This is amazing opportunity that you have. I mean, you, you care so much about people contracting the Wuhan contagion, how many people it, it may kill, right? I want you to take that same energy forward and protect us from those who are killing babies in the womb. I really have hope for you, right? But bishops, be careful because it would be better for you to have a millstone hung around your neck and thrown into the ocean then it would be for you to harm just one of God's children, such as harming them by stripping them of the sacraments. This has been Talking Catholic with David O'Gray. Make sure you guys click um, like, subscribe, share. Uh, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, especially Facebook, right? And I'm um, looking forward to your comments below. But until then, until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours.